Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It is Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler on this second Thursday in February, February the 9th. Now, I got to tell you, I was walking the streets of my neighborhood this morning just getting (laughs) poured on. But driving in today, the sun is shining. I mean, what a difference a couple hours make. Well, the sun was shining, but then the dark clouds are really... Are there dark clouds? Oh, well, yeah. when I came in, I, I had to put my sunglasses on. The sun was so intense right, in my eyes. But I'll tell you, at 6, that rain started pouring. The wind started blowing. Away, it huh? made me think of Matthew 7. You know, the wise man that oh, built yeah. his house, house on the rock mm-hmm. and the foolish man that built his house on the sand. Mm-hmm. The the storms were pouring down. But yep. it's great to uh, be back in studio. We've got a great show. Pastors Ryan Harris from the Assembly here in town and Dave Anderson from First Nazarene Church are going to be with us for the bulk of the show following our first break. Right. And then Michael Rohall from Love, Inc. is going to join us for our final segment. He's going to talk about an event that's happening two weeks from tonight mm-hmm. at DAC. It's their annual fundraising banquet. He's mm-hmm. going to let us know what's happening with Love, Inc. But I want to start by saying we couldn't do Direct Line without just some incredible partners. I love so much the faithfulness of our sponsors. Mm-hmm. We've had them now for uh, almost three years. Right. You know, So who are we saying thank you to? Well, we're thankful for the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, and Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. Now, Sunday at Second Church in Maine, auditorium, we remembered and, I guess, celebrated Sanctity Mm -hmm. of Human Life Sunday, and we had some very special guests with us that were on direct line just a couple weeks ago, Mariah Hansen and Casey Griffiths. Give us a rundown of Sunday at Second Church, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. Well, you, what I appreciate about you is you are um, a pastor who, you know, shares your stage with people and lets them tell their stories. And so Mariah and Casey were in to really just share what the clinic, women's care clinic offers to the community right. and maybe to debunk some, you know, myths, myths about the fact that organizations like themselves are only there to save a baby. Right. But the fact is that Women's Care Clinic really is pro-family. Right. They want strong, healthy families, which results in a strong and healthy community. Right. So um, I think that was trans, you know, transmitted or tra- right. what's the word, communicated to yeah. the congregation. So Yeah, I thought they did a great job. I thought the whole morning was a great you know, mm-hmm. message of every life matters, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. abortion is such a wedge issue. It creates so much intensity. And I think even within the church, you see some people that um, they, they're really struggling when you have a Sunday like right. that because they've really been catechized by politics. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it really is this issue that, you know, I, I don't I don't want to hear my church address that. And yet I think Jesus didn't shy away from mm-hmm addressing the cultural issues of the day and I think we have to speak I have I think we have to be heard I appreciated what Casey said um, when she was speaking in all three services that she said women have valid reasons right. to consider abortion right. I, I think that the church and Christians sometimes we don't want to hear that right right I, and I think it's good for us to hear it, it, it they're not just women that just want to say eh, I don't want this baby right they, flippantly right really there are 
reasons why women get to that point. And so I appreciated that in church she said it. I agree. And it made made me listen to it. Yeah. And think about it and you know realize that it, it it's 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 not just a political issue. Right. Like you've said it's a theological issue and you really have to I think you know examine why would I consider this? Why why would I do this? And Christ, right. as Christians, how are we going to respond to, right. to people that find themselves in that situation? I thought so. it was a great day, and I am super excited about this Sunday. Right. Uh, super Sunday. The yeah, Super no, Bowl's happening. Yeah, and you told us that we're supposed to wear our sports jersey. I don't if have if a you sports want to, jersey. Do you, do you, do you, you have, have anything sports-wise? No, no. Okay, well, we may have to find you something. Do you something. have something I can borrow? Yeah, probably. Absolutely. Is it going to have the Cubs on it? Or well, the Bears, or the Bears, or, yeah. or the Blackhawks, or the Bulls, or the Illini. <laughs> okay. Could you wear some Illini gear, being from Indiana, or I not? I think I would look good in orange. But, but anyway, I mean, we're doing know. that because in yeah. Main Auditorium this week, uh, we're going to look at the world of sports. You know, And I'm a sports guy, I'll be the first to admit. Right. And I think there are positives, and I think there are negatives. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes sports can bring out the very worst in people. <laughs> right. But we're going to hear from some monthly mission partners that mm-hmm. were on direct line not that long ago, mm-hmm. Daniel Chapel and Brian Carpenter, mm-hmm. and you know these guys have dedicated their lives right. to trying to pour into athletes mm-hmm. in this county and coaches mm-hmm. in this county. And uh, I, I sat down with them last week and kind of walked through what we're going to talk about. I think it's going to be a very compelling testimony Good. of the impact that the Fellowship of Christian Athletes is making. And just a reminder, their fundraising banquet is less than a month away. It's going to be on Tuesday, March the seventh, Crossroads here, Crossroads Christian mm-hmm. Church here in town. Brian Barnhart. Do you know that name? I do not know. Garrett, you know that name? Brian <laughs> Barnhart is the play-by-play voice for the Fighting Illini. Okay. And a very strong Christ follower. And he's going to share his testimony. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great uh, opportunity to hear how that can be used. So who are you rooting for, the Eagles or the Chiefs? You know, I you am care? in the I don't care you category. Don't care? Honestly, I really don't. My kids now live in the Kansas City yeah. area. So there's a part of me that wants to cheer for Kansas City. But I think any time a team has had crazy success... You just naturally root for the other other one for whatever reason. So I don't really have a dog in this fight. And honestly, I'm not even going to see the first half of the game because we have a mission team meeting and they don't pause for the Super Bowl. (laughs) They just keep having their mission team meeting. So I won't get to see the first half, but it's all good. Well, hey, let's go to break. When we come back, Dave Anderson and Ryan Harris will be with us. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, February 9, Greg and Steph, and we'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at McHire.com. McDonald's, where 
are part of every community. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, February 9, Greg and Steph, and we're joined in studio right now by a couple of my ministry friends, Ryan Harris from the Assembly of God here in town and Dave Anderson from First Nazarene. And Dave, are you the senior pastor in all of Danville? Has anybody Surely. served longer than you? Surely not. There's <laughs> got to be I mean, somebody How long have you me. been a pastor in Danville? Uh, I've been here since 1989, so 30 34 years. Steph, you and I were in college wow, in 1989. We That's awesome, man. <laughs> that is great. And Ryan, how long have you been serving here in Danville? Uh, I'd be 10 years in November, which okay. just for the record, I was in kindergarten. In <laughs> I love I'm that. Not trying to make Don't you feel it old. It'll happen to you too. <laughs> well, hey, we were talking off air yeah. uh, about the Super uh-huh. Bowl, and it sounds like both of you are going for the Chiefs. Is that right? Yeah, and Steph, you're going for the Absolutely. Chiefs? Absolutely. Well, I love Patrick Mahomes. Really? I just love watching him play. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he's injured. Is that right? Ankle issues? Is I that what they're so. saying? But we'll see how that plays he out. So. So you can give me updates during my mission meeting. Okay. You can let me know how the first half is going. I'll do that. Why did you schedule a mission meeting during? Well, <laughs> you can tell I didn't schedule the mission meeting. You know, but it's all good. Yeah. It's not eternal. But hey, I want to start our time with you guys by letting you just say a word about your church mm-hmm. and you know when services are and maybe anything that that is happening that people would want to be aware of. And Dave, I'll start with you. Tell us about First Nazarene Church. Thank you. Yeah, we just finished uh, remodeling um, our sanctuary and our coffee bar area. And so now we're trying to remember what we're going to call it. There you go. (laughs) So the worship space or the worship center is going to be our new name for the sanctuary. Okay. And then the gathering place for our coffee bar. I like it. And already we're seeing uh, lots of good things happen in the gathering place. Yeah. People will come on Sunday mornings early. Yeah. And they'll sit and talk all ages. Yeah. We have a space for the kids. They have little projects. This week, I think they're doing uh, cards for the veterans. Okay. Okay. It's very exciting. And um, yeah, we're just just, uh, moving along. We we hired a new staff person. Okay. And uh, Bradley. Okay. And uh, his wife's name is Amy. Okay. And they'll be with us starting next week. Excellent. So and, and what will they be focusing on in terms of ministry? A lot. Okay. Whatever it takes, right? Whatever it takes. That's okay. what I said. We just got to yeah. get the job done. So services, when are services at First Nazarene Church? Services are at nine for Sunday school. 10 okay. o'clock is worship. Okay. That's great. And we were in your space mm-hmm. back in right. October, November, whenever that was for the Love Inc. fundraiser. Was it like a cake night or something? So, 
raise dessert and, auction. Yeah, yeah, dessert auction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Stephanie, you had a team that mm-hmm. led worship, mm-hmm. and I think did uh, St. James have a group yeah. also, yeah. Yeah. I think. Nice and, facility. Yeah. Isn't it amazing yeah. how those places like a coffee bar, a gathering place, yeah. they really can change oh, your church by providing a space yeah. where people can gather. Yeah. You know, you read in Acts 2 about how those first Christians were devoted to fellowship mm-hmm. or the fellowship, mm-hmm. and I think it's really easy in our culture in our world to say, I'm going to show up for service at 10, mm-hmm. I'm going to walk out the door at 11, and I'm going to get back to life. And I, I think it's mm-hmm. powerful when you can have that community mm-hmm. opportunity to, to right. grow and to develop. So, Ryan, what's happening with the assembly? A couple different things, but the main thing we're really excited about right now is something we launched last fall that we're building on this year is we've started a ministry to foster care, the foster care system. Awesome. We call it No More Trash Bags. Yeah. The ultimate goal is to make sure that any child, when they go into care, does not have to carry their belongings Aww. in trash bags. And so yeah. we've partnered with Focus on the Family, and they actually provide the uh, backpack or duffel bag. And then we're able to provide a, a backpack duffel bag to every child that goes into custody. <laughs> Last year, we were also able to partner with. Um, uh, chill, the Center for Youth and Family Solutions, which is one of the foster care agencies here in town, and we were able to buy Christmas presents for every foster kid. Mm. That's great. And, uh, That's so we're very excited about that because we want to not only help the foster child, but we want to help the foster family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the biological family, as well as the social workers, because we believe of all the unreached people in Danville, the foster care system mm-hmm. is probably number one on the list, because a lot of times, if you're not in, in it, you don't think about mm-hmm. it. Right. And so right. we're very excited about that opportunity. It's created some neat uh Doors opening to meet people, yeah. and connect with people mm-hmm. in a way that maybe we would not have otherwise. That's Ryan, great. about how many bags would you have said you gave out then? Well, for Christmas presents, we did 137. Wow. Okay. Right now, there are 286 children in the foster care system mm-hmm. in Vermilion County. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing, man. When yeah. you think about it, mm-hmm. that is a, a lot of lives that mm-hmm. hopefully will be impacted in a very positive way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where we're kind of just getting our feet really good and wet in it, mm-hmm. but we know it's bigger than us. And yeah. so mm-hmm. we're ov- obviously looking for other churches to get on board mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. catch the vision as well, mm-hmm. uh, because it's, it's a major, major need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So services at the assembly on the weekend, uh, we, can people Sunday mornings, with you? 10 a.m. Okay. This is okay. our morning worship service, and and then we also gather on Wednesdays at 6.30. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I, I was really moved by an event that you guys hosted. Uh, Norvell Kreider passed away, Pastor yeah. Norvell, yeah. and you all hosted the uh, the funeral service. And, yeah. man, your your sanctuary auditorium was packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it was full on that day. And yeah. I thought it was really great that you guys opened up your building for the family for that day because, obviously, there weren't a lot of places in mm-hmm. Danville that could have house the funeral i don't know how many were there but i mean hundreds of people gathered you we, know? yeah we have 500 seats out, yeah so yeah, and, and you were putting and, more seats out you not know? everybody was right, sitting right there. right yeah, yeah so was, thank you for doing that i thought oh, that was, was a great it was blessing. our pleasure pastor yeah. Kreider was a friend of mine and good man so when when everything happened 
uh, we let the family know right away. You yeah. can use our facility yeah. if you need to. So yeah. we were we were honored to do it. That's awesome. Hey, I want to talk about a couple things that are kind of happening in our culture right now. And one of them is an ad campaign that's getting a lot of PR this week mm-hmm. because they've purchased two Super Bowl ads. They've spent $20 million. They are the He Gets Us campaign. Okay. Um, are you guys familiar at all with the He Gets Us I've campaign? I've seen, seen the commercials. Okay. Yeah. So, Steph, you said you've seen the commercials. Mm -hmm. Give us a rundown. What is the He Gets Us campaign in terms of the commercials that you're seeing on television? Well, I don't know that I've seen them all. Right. Yeah, right. I know that there's, like, one that... Well, I, I can't even. That, you asked me off the top of my head. Okay, I mean, there's okay, yeah. different um, scenarios where Jesus is experiencing things that we would be experiencing. I think in our culture, like right. like one would be like Jesus was a refugee, right? So talking about immigration or whatever, and he gets us, right? Um, what were some of those? He he. There's suffered rejection issues. on the yes. cross, yeah, or, yeah family issues. Yeah. Um, I think it's just it's just putting Jesus in maybe a cultural like what's happening now today, and saying that Jesus understood he he experienced these things. Is that what you guys have seen? Is that what yeah. you're yes. trying to get when you yeah. see it? Yeah. Well, and and I heard a podcast this week. Okay. Ed Stetzer had on two of the people that are behind it, and they said the idea behind it is to reintroduce or mm, introduce yes. Jesus to people that are not Christ followers. Right. Mm-hmm. That there's a lot of ideas that are out there culturally about the church mm-hmm. and about Christianity and maybe even about Jesus, and they're trying to help people see Jesus in a new light. Any thoughts, you two? And then I got a question I want to ask you about it. Ryan, you got any thoughts on the campaign? I, I personally was very impressed when I saw him because, for one thing, when Christian media does things, oftentimes it can come off very cheesy. Mm-hmm. Right. But this is very relevant. Mm-hmm. It, right. It, it does not look like Christian media. Right. So right. I was impressed with that. Uh, but I was also intrigued from the moment I saw it mm-hmm. until recently going, who is this? Who, who yeah. is this? Yeah. Because yeah. normally it's a denomination right. or some major organization. Right. But this is kind of more of a very quiet right. who's doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Which always makes you a little skeptical. Yeah. Right. Just personally. Yeah. Because you're like, why are they doing it? Right. What's the purpose? Yeah. Dave, any thoughts? Yeah, I'd, I'd seen some criticism of it, saying it's not deep enough, it's not spiritual enough. Right, And right. Uh, I think that the whole purpose of it is to introduce people at a low level right. what Jesus can do in your life. Right. There's plenty of time for the churches to step alongside and mm-hmm. disciple. That's yeah. our role. Yeah. But for someone to, to spend the money to try to attract people in, in all kinds of settings that are yeah. broken and yeah. needy, they're not ready to yeah. hear the whole thing. Yeah. They just need somebody to love them. Right. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is that this organization has been really anonymous. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the um, contributors is the Hobby Lobby guy, mm-hmm. David Green, Dave mm-hmm. Green, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. He, he disclosed that he's a part of it. Mm-hmm. But you really can't find out who else is a part of it for the most part. And that's caused a lot of consternation mm-hmm. um, on both left-leaning people and right-leaning people. Mm-hmm. They're saying, we want to know who's behind it before we decide if we like it or not, mm-hmm. right. whether it's a yeah. good thing or not. And that just makes me laugh, I, that's I guess. Yes. I mean, yes. I just, I was like, you ran, I saw it and I'm like, this is intriguing. It's on mainstream, you know, TV. You know, what, what is this? Oh, it's Jesus. It's yeah. Jesus on yeah. football. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mean, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, I never thought who's behind it. 
Now well, I am. The Servant, asking it, the Servant Foundation uh-huh. from Overland Park, Kansas. It's a nonprofit that they are actually kind of the driving force behind it. But it really is a PR campaign, mm-hmm. Dave. Like you said, let's get people to rethink this, right. and then that's where the church has mm-hmm. the opportunity, right. and Christians have the mm-hmm. opportunity. Um, now, I had someone I mentioned. It, I teach a Bible study on mm-hmm. Tuesday mornings, and I said, "Hey, I want you to watch for these mm-hmm. commercials, and I want you to during the Super Bowl if you're watching it, and then we'll talk about it next week." And I had a person come up love him dearly Mm -hmm. but he just said be very careful you know it is a left-wing conspiracy Mm -hmm. to get you to sign off on illegal immigration that was his take Mm -hmm. on it that's what (laughs) he's seeing behind Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. and i so i think anytime you try to superimpose something that is there that maybe isn't there that's a dangerous route to travel down so Mm -hmm. we'll see where it goes but I, i just I think it's great that we're going to watch the Super Bowl and, you know, we're going to hear about Doritos probably and we're going to hear about Pepsi probably and Toyota <laughs> right, right. and then we're going to see a Jesus commercial. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's right. pretty cool. So yeah. I am a little surprised they're allowed to do this because for several years, you know, I know Tim Tebow had a very effective pro-life commercial that was fully funded. And I know I think it was NBC said mm. that we, we won't go down that road. We, mm. we won't allow a commercial along those lines. So um, I do think it's fascinating that they were able to negotiate. With who I don't even know what is uh, what network has the Super don't Bowl? Know. Do you guys even I know? I don't. Fox, even, is it Fox? Well, that may explain so. it right yeah. there. That may be the reason why <laughs> that it's on. But um, I'm looking forward to it, and we'll see where it goes. But I think we have to look for opportunities, you know, to be salt, to be light, to Absolutely. have those conversations. Well, and someone spent a heck of a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, they've raised a hundred million dollars. You know, yeah, and they're going to spend twenty million of it in uh, the two thirty second commercials yeah. during the Super Bowl. But, um, man, I say more power to them. Absolutely. And oh, yeah. I love the Hobby Lobby, folks. You know, oh, that's yeah. not my go-to in terms of shopping place. Hey. But, I you know, hey, knock yourself out. <laughs> Actually, I do. I, I do. <laughs> for Christmas, I got a $40 gift card to Hobby Lobby. You did? I know. I don't know did what to do to with Marla? it. I'm going to let her take it and run with it. But buy some candles. There you go. There you go. They actually do have a really cool section, I believe, where there's sports, like oh, yeah. plaques or mm-hmm. portraits. So mm-hmm. we'll see where that goes. Well, once we found out it was the Hobby Lobby guy that sponsored it. I realized I paid for some of it. <laughs> That's right. Through my wife. That's yeah, she right. spent a lot of time she there. She spent right. a lot of money. That's exactly Lobby. right. Yeah. Hey, let's go to break. When we come back, uh, did any of you watch the Grammys on Sunday nope. night? Did not. I yeah. did not either. <laughs> and to be fair, I can't remember the last time I watched the Grammys. I don't think or I Or any awards show. But I have watched matter. a replay of yeah. one particular act, okay. and uh, I, I want to get into yeah. it. Uh, performance of the song Unholy mm-hmm. probably tells us where that's heading. Um, not good stuff. But Ryan Harris, Dave Anderson, you are good stuff. We're thankful that you're with us today. It's Direct Line. It's Thursday, February 9, and we'll be right back after this. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, 
mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home. With starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, February 9. It's Greg and Steph. The sun is shining, although there are ominous it's clouds. Cloudy. Is that right? Look okay, out the all right. Window. It's all right. pretty cloudy all out right. there. So, uh, you know, that reminds me of the book from when we were in college when Dave was starting ministry here. Um, <laughs> this present darkness oh, and yeah. piercing the yeah. darkness. Oh, yeah. Was it Frank Peretti? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, hey, I want to get into um, conversation with Ryan Harris from the Assembly, Dave Anderson from First Nazarene. The Grammys took place on Sunday night. Um, full disclosure, I haven't watched an award show, maybe ever, honestly. I don't know that I can ever remember a time that it was must-see TV yeah. for me. Yeah. But um, my phone started blowing up on Twitter, and then the podcast I listened to um, referenced one of the acts, a devil-horned Sam Smith, a hellkeeper, Kim Petrus, and the satanic unholy performance at the Grammys. And I thought to myself, you know, those folks are, they're, they're overreacting. It can't be that bad. And then I watched it, and I think they didn't really do it justice. Hmm. I mean, it really was hmm. just as indulgent as you possibly can be. Um, I'm troubled by that. Sh- should we be troubled by that, Ryan? What do you think? Well, I, I kind of have mixed emotions. One thing is, it is sad that we live in a society where now things so obviously evil can be blatantly done without any hesitation or any concern of backlash. Yeah. But the positive of that is that there has always been a subtle, dangerous spiritual level to a lot of secular music yeah. that Christians weren't aware of. Right. And so they were very unbeknowingly allowing things into their ear gate and into their mind that they didn't even realize they were letting in. And now that secular music is becoming so blatant, right. I think the church, it makes it easier for us as pastors yeah. to begin to say, do you now see the danger right. of you need to be careful what yeah. you listen to, yeah. what you watch, what you consume. because yeah. it's not just for fun anymore. Right. It's obvious that there is very strong spiritual undertones yeah. to everything around us. And so we need to be more careful. So, I mean, there's there's positive, there's negative. The other thing is people really upset about it, but it is, it, it, it these were not Christian people doing it. Right, right. So I don't know. It is surprising the level they were willing to go to publicly. Yeah. But it also shouldn't have blown our minds because if we didn't serve our God, yeah. we might ourselves be in the same level right. of 
of craziness, you know. Yeah. Dave, what I think troubled me the most is this was spun as a worship event. Yeah. You know, CBS had tweeted ahead of time, get ready for a worship set mm. like you've never seen before. And then to see that take place, it's just a mockery. Stephanie, I know how much time you put into, you know, worship events. I think of the event at your church last fall, you know, the praise and the pastries mm -hmm. event and to tie the idea of worship to it, man, that really bothers me. Thoughts? Yeah. We've been reading through the book of Acts and, and we're in chapters 14 through uh, 25 right now. Yeah. And just reading how Paul would talk to the people in Athens. And yeah. He would try to uh, preach the gospel in such a way they would understand it. The same thing was happening there. It was right. worship of self. It was all about uh, making myself happy. Yeah. So that same kind of worship was happening even then. Yeah. It's happening now. Yeah. So we shouldn't be surprised. It's always been happening. Yeah. And yeah. the key is who are we worshiping? Are we yeah. worshiping God? Or are we worshiping ourselves? Right. And, and I think that, um, that was something, Stephanie, that surprised me. I don't know anything about the church of Satan. I don't know anything about satanic worship, but I've always thought of it as kind of this secret gathering where there's sacrifices taking place. And it's kind of, you know, the most vile, evil possibilities that are out there. But it sounds like what a lot of people that are connected to this are saying, it's really just all about a word Dave used, this self-indulgence, this idea that, you know, mm -hmm. I, I am God in many ways, and I can do anything that I want to, and I can embrace anything mm -hmm. that I want to. And I think of what happens at our church and these churches on Sunday morning, it's really the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. You know, we're gathering together saying we are broken. We are lost. <laughs> mm -hmm. We need a savior. Mm -hmm. You know, we need hope. What do you think? Well, I hope that you'll link the article because when I read the article that you sent, um, what Petra, she said, I think a lot of people honestly have kind of labeled what I stand for and what Sam stands for as religiously not cool. And I personally grew up wondering about religion and wanting to be a part of it but slowly realizing it didn't want me to be a part of it. Yeah. That struck me. And yeah. I think that gets into the topic, you know, the transgender. Yeah. It's people who, who they want to do what they want to do mm -hmm. and they're going to call what they want to call right. Right. And then they want to be a part of religion or the yeah. church and we don't accept it. Right. That's a very messy situation, right. Right. A, a messy thing, I think for the church mm. yep. and it just saddens me that maybe as a child, she's she said, "I want to be a part of the church," and but right. it didn't want me to be a part of it, right. which right. is a bigger issue well, than yeah. than what we're talking about. But I think we have to talk about that at some point. But yeah, so flagrantly out there. Yeah, I, they want us to accept. They want the church to accept it, but we can't. Right. But we well, have to love. Here's the yeah. thing. I think Jesus accepts anyone and everyone as they are, but I think he loves them too much to say, right. continue this yeah, path yeah. that you are on. You know, the woman caught in adultery right. in John Absolutely. chapter eight, yeah. he did not condemn her. He did not say stone her death, but he also didn't say, run on back to your man. You know, right, what did right, he say? Right. Leave your life of sin right. or sin right. no yes. more. Yeah. And I think that's what's missing in conversations along these lines mm -hmm. is this idea that if you don't agree to what I am embracing, doesn't right. matter what your Bible says, right. doesn't right. matter 
matter what right. Christianity says, right. you're a hater. Right. You're it makes me wonder hater. what what her she is a child. What right. did she experience right. that said, right. "Well, I don't want any part of this, so I'm going to choose to right. worship Satan," or, right. or I mean, right. whatever it ended up being. Right. I don't know. I thought. It was an interesting article for that portion of it for myself. So. so, guys, I want to reference a Baptist church I've never been to. I've never, I don't know that I've ever been to Jacksonville, Florida, but First mm-hmm. Baptist Church in Jacksonville, which is a mega church, whatever that means, they defined a very clear cut mm-hmm. statement on sexuality. Mm-hmm. And it's right out of Genesis 1, it's right out of Genesis 2, it's right out of the words of Jesus. And they are saying if you want to remain a member of our church, you need to sign off on this, hmm. which. I don't know how I feel about that, quite honestly. Um, But then beyond that, they had an open forum on a Sunday night, and they said, anybody's welcome to come, whether you're a member or not. And so I guess two questions. Um, Is this something that we need to consider as churches really articulating? Hmm. Because let's be honest, we live in an anything goes culture. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm outraged by what's happening with the Grammys, but I mean, I don't know why I would be outraged because that's really our culture. Mm -hmm. Our culture is saying, do whatever you want to do. Is it time for churches to say, this is where we stand? And what do you think about saying, if you want to continue to be a member, you need to sign off on this? Ryan, what do you think? For me, it's an interesting thing because I do not have any problem whatsoever with the statement they wrote. I believe it wholeheartedly theologically is sound and true. Absolutely. I my issue would be in the fact that why they felt they needed to make this statement, because from my perspective, if you attended my church more than three to six months, you'd know it. You would know right. that right. that's what we believe. That's yeah. where we stand. And if you went through the process to become a member of my church, right you would have definitely yeah. understood there'd be no confusion yeah. yeah our fundamental truths those kind of things are things we would discuss in the membership process and so to craft a statement and then say retroactively if you're a member of this church the only reason i can think of doing that is if they had a major issue with members within the church that it shifted their mm-hmm. stance yeah at which point i think you just deal with those members. Right, However, right. you're mega church, right. so I don't know. Maybe right. I can't even comprehend yeah. their Here, situation. Here's the statement. As a member of First Baptist Church, again, this is Jacksonville, Florida, I believe that God creates people in his image as either male or female, and that this creation is a fixed matter of human biology, not individual choice. I believe marriage is instituted by God, not government, and it's between one man and one woman, and is the only context for sexual desire and expression. Dave, what do you think? Well, that's very similar to to the statement that the Church of the Nazarene makes. Yeah. But ours doesn't stop with just that one kind of sexual sin. Okay, okay. If you you read what ours uh, talks about, which we teach and we we have people sign a document, Yeah. but the document is in the beginning, it's part of the membership classes, and it says, I understand, excuse me, and I've read what the Church of the Nazarene stands for. But... And I sign off on it. Right. Is that right? Okay, I agree yeah. to it. Okay, all right. But we also include unmarried sexual intercourse, uh, sexual activity between people of the same sex, extramarital, <clears throat> excuse me, sexual relations, divorce, yeah. polygamy, philandry, pornography. So They're it's just... very clear, the <clears throat> yes. statement. Yeah, okay. But it also includes all the other forms of sexual sin. Okay. They're all harmful. Yeah, right. So if someone says to you, I want to be a Nazarene, but I don't want to sign off on that, what's the answer? Well, we would 
probably by the time we would have gotten there, they yeah. would have they would have understood. This is not where I want to and, go. Okay. And said, and in fact, I talk about that. If there are places where you don't agree, right, then you're welcome to worship with us. You're right. welcome to come and be a part of our fellowship. But membership's but if, a different. If you deal. want to be yeah. a member, yeah, then you need to understand who we are, what we believe in. Guys, we're living in interesting times. There Steph. You got a summary for us on this? What do you think? <laughs> I just don't like those church meetings where you vote and do all that stuff. I don't like to be at them at all. So I struggle personally. I mean, I think that at the end of the day, if we want to talk about membership, if we want to talk about commitment, it's all about Jesus. You know, that, yeah. that I am acknowledging that Jesus is the way, the truth, mm-hmm. and the life, that salvation is found in no one else. But I do understand we, we live in confusing right. times, right. you know, and I, I've sat down with couples um, in, in, you know, a premarital counseling situation and shared what you just shared out of your Nazarene handbook. And they looked at me like I was an alien. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what do you mean? Yeah. What are you talking about? And not bad people, you know, yeah. been around the church, mm-hmm. but it's just this crazy idea. What do you mean sex is only for the covenant of marriage between one man and one woman? Mm-hmm. And so I, I do, I, I think it's something we need to talk about. And I just, I don't think it's going away. I don't think it's a situation that we're going to close our eyes and wake up and it's all done. Yeah. No. And the, the issue of, of, uh, sex between multiple people, you know, right. like, uh, Living outside of marriage, right, right, you know right. that—that's really the key yeah. issue that we face. Yeah, uh, in yeah. our churches. Yeah, absolutely. You know, people are living together before yep. they're married. Yep, it it doesn't serve any good purpose at all. Right, doesn't help them. Right. Doesn't strengthen them. Right, doesn't lead them to Christ. Well, Ryan Anderson, Ryan Harris, guy, I missed you up there, and Dave Anderson. Guys, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for your hard work. It's a joy to serve with you on the board of the Women's Care Clinic, and we appreciate all you're doing here in Danville. Thanks for having us. Yeah, all right. Thank you all right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, Michael Rohall from Love, Inc. will be with us. It's Thursday, February 9. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217- 
260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie with Greg. And wow, what a uh, heavy segment the last one was. I mean, that could have gone a lot of directions, but I appreciate men who are leading their churches and leading them to the best of their ability in very difficult and interesting times. Well, one of the things I love (laughs) about doing ministry here in Danville is the number of ministry friends I've been able to develop. And many of them are Christian Church, Church of Christ, my tribe, but many of them are not. And I've learned a ton about the Nazarene Church from spending time with Dave. I've learned a ton about the Assembly of God, Mm -hmm. spending time with Ryan. And we're joined right now by Michael Rohall. And, uh, Alliance Church is your connection, is that right? right? Danville mm-hmm. Alliance is mm-hmm. my home church. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about the Alliance till I really moved to and its Missionary Alliance. Is it, that Christian, is missionary, Christian alliance? missionary Alliance? Christian Missionary Alliance. It's actually a combination of two movements that started in the early 1900s. Okay, okay. And uh, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with A.B. Simpson, but... I, Simpson, I know the name, yeah. Simpson is also considered a founder of the uh, Assemblies of God. Gotcha. So his okay. teachings are, are very prominent in both of those. But the the big thing that Simpson did was to bring together a group of, a very diverse group, uh, eight different churches, I think, from Manhattan in order to start funding missionaries overseas. How about that? And so it was a a situation where it was about the mission, Mm -hmm. not about the theology. Gotcha. And so you had Baptists and Catholics and everybody in between coming together to support missions. Today, the Christian and Missionary Alliance is larger all over the world than it is in the United States. Wow. So and you don't hear that very often. Mm-mm. You no. know, that's great. And, that's and great. In fact, a lot of the American-based missions training programs in South America in particular, which right. is one of the starting points, have shut down in order for the nationals to take over, and now they're sending missionaries. There are wow. CMA missionaries in Cuba okay. who have come out of south america man that's fascinating and, and so you know we're we're generations into this yeah. now and yeah. and the the thing that really struck me and and, and it here's our segue into the love yeah. Inc. yeah is that partnership of churches right that, uh simpson pulled together right to do one thing to, right one that focus was, that was a focus it was a mission-oriented project yeah and you know what we tend to do a lot of times within our congregations is we we stick to those mm-hmm. denominational distinctives mm-hmm. right Right. At Love Inc., we don't worry about those denominational mm-hmm. distinctives. Right. Right. We're looking at the idea that we want to transform lives yeah. of those who are suffering in poverty. Mm-hmm. And and our definition of poverty is a little bigger than everybody else's. Most most people think of poverty, they think of financial poverty. Okay. But we're also looking at people possibly having broken relationships, mm-hmm. so they're in relational poverty. Okay. They can be broken within them, so they have emotional poverty. Gotcha. Or as as much of the world is dealing with today and what your last segment was about, yeah. there's a, a very big spiritual poverty mm-hmm. in our nation today. Right, right. And, and the, the purpose of Love, Inc. is to help people determine what they, they need to fix right. and, and to help them do that. 
Let's so, talk about the banquet because it's two weeks from tonight. We want to get the word right. out. You guys do an annual fundraising banquet. Correct. And it's going to be on Thursday, February 23rd. Yes. What's the time on it? Doors open at 6. The program starts at 6.30. And it's at DAC. At DACC in the Bremer Center. Yeah. The culinary arts students are great. Mm-hmm. They they have catered for us. Yeah. This will be the fourth time now. Mm-hmm. I attended and, last year. It was a great, great evening. Mm-hmm. From a, Well, the whole evening was great, but the food and the desserts were out of this world. Oh, yeah. Those <laughs> those kids have a great teacher with Dana. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We've actually, we had a, a young man serve a, a few years ago, one of the... I think he was a ninth grader or something, and he was a server that night, you know, okay. bringing food to the table. But he he got so enamored with the culinary arts program that he is now in the program and will be on the other side hmm. in the kitchen wow. preparing food. So, so who it, should come to this uh, fundraising banquet? Who's invited? We have sent out a number of invitations, but we actually want to have anyone who has an interest in the ministry come. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... Uh, while there's a, a big emphasis on the fundraising for the night, and in order to do ministry, you really have to have a way of, right. of taking care of that, uh, there's going to be a roundtable this time, a little different, instead okay. of having a speaker. Okay. We're going to hear from people with different perspectives on the ministry. Hmm. Okay. So our board chair, Tony Goss, is, is the moderator. Okay. We'll have a young lady who came to us uh, for faith and finances. She's going to tell her story. Okay. We have another lady who started off with us in our first faith and finances class who is now working as an ally or a mentor. Okay. And so she's going to talk about that shift that has happened yeah. in her perspective and her relationships with God over time. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Elizabeth who was on with yeah, us last Elizabeth time we Cannon. were here. Right. She is going to speak a little bit about uh, the transformational ministry program in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, during dinner, we're going to have Olivia Overpeck from Covington okay. play the harp. There you go, Stephanie. So we nice. got some Covington. We're, we're going to have some harp music. <laughs> I had a chance to hear Olivia play a few years ago at a different fundraiser. Okay. And at that time, she was a senior in high school and performing with the Indianapolis Symphony. Wow. wow. Nice. So great, great Mood music, yeah. you know, very mellow to enjoy your meal. And I think it's smart when you have people tell their stories, yes. how they ha- they have been impacted. It's right. one thing if a board member says, this is what we can do, but it's another thing when someone says, I have been through this and this is how it changed me exactly. and my family. So. And one of the things that Elizabeth is talking about, and she's still fairly new, mm-hmm. is is how she sees things happening in her sure. and changes that sure. she's going through sure. because of the influence of mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody who has volunteered with us that I'm aware of has said that they didn't change in some mm-hmm. way for the better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we learn to love people outside of our norm— mm-hmm. Then, then we ourselves are being transformed. Right. That's right. right. Speaking of being transformed, you want to talk a little bit about transformational ministry, a focus yes. of loving. Talk about yes. that. The transformational ministry are primarily Christ-centered life skills classes. Hmm. But the whole idea there is to empower people so that they can learn to take control of their lives and to make good decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. this time we're doing uh, faith and finances. Okay. Nathan Lenstra from the yeah. Hope Center is our, our facilitator for that one. That's great. Then another longtime volunteer is is leading a class called Affirming Potential. Okay. Affirming Potential starts off with uh, an introspective time. And so for the first six weeks or so, they're they're looking at all those areas of life, the, the physical, the emotional, the relational, and spiritual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Deciding where they need to make changes. Mm-hmm. 
And are these classes taking place at your office at the Presbyterian Church or not? At First Church of the Nazarene. Oh, wow. Okay. Pastor Dave actually went with us to Idaho to see what this program was like. Excellent. And before we ever even got on the plane, he said, I want to, I do want to host this in our hmm. in Man, our building. Man, that's great. But your office is in the Presbyterian Church, and is that right? Our office is in First Presbyterian Church. Yeah. So here you've got me from the Christian and Missionary mm-hmm. Alliance working yeah. in an office at the mm-hmm. Presbyterian yeah. Church, <laughs> running a ministry that is right now doing activities out of a Nazarene church yeah. awesome. and speaking to a Church of Christ pastor. <laughs> That's right. So. I do want to throw a shout out to First Presbyterian Church because they house multiple ministries yes. in their building, mm-hmm. and I think it just shows that First Presbyterian has this kingdom mindset mm-hmm. saying we've got room in our building mm-hmm. and we want love inc and others to come because i think the dwelling place the dwelling is places in there. the basement and uh yeah i love uh, it your court is on the second Pier floor court. yeah uh so those are three that are really active mm-hmm. right now that yeah. you know are, are making an impact in the community and and it's really cool to to see that i know that uh there was another ministry and another organization nonprofit that were housed there as well but both okay. of those have Closed down for now. So gotcha. We'll, okay. we'll see how that all plays out. Mm-hmm. Hey, in terms of Love Inc., um, obviously you're doing this fundraising banquet. You had the pastry and praise night back in the fall. Um, how else are you funded? Is it individuals? Is it churches? Is it grants? The typical year, about 40% of our funding comes from the fundraisers. Okay. Okay. We have about. 17% that comes from churches. Okay, okay. And then the rest comes from individual Individuals, donors. okay. Some of those are con- uh, monthly contributors. Some yeah. of those will give when the Spirit moves them. Yeah. Uh, you know, there there are $20 people, yeah. and yeah. there are yeah. several thousand dollar yeah. donors. So it's... I, I want to throw this blend. out. Um, you know, 17% funding from churches, from my perspective, that seems too low. And that's not your fault. I'm throwing it out there to the churches of this community. It's a great ministry to consider supporting. If someone wanted to learn how to partner with Love, Inc., and, and they're a church leader, what's the best way they can find out information? I think, honestly, if they would to, if they would come to the banquet this time, that okay. they, they would see— See it up close and personal. See it up close and personal. <laughs> Another option would be to contact us at the office and see about coming out and visiting one night and yeah. checking out what transformational ministry is going uh, all about. Yeah. Uh, you know, on a Thursday night, we're trying to provide children's ministry. Right. In, in the optimal situation, we would have transportation for mm-hmm. people. Those are limiting factors. Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. and right now, we're looking at a record turnout for yeah. this session. That's great. So, you know, we're, we're hoping to... Uh, add some more children's ministry staff because yeah. there are so many kids there mm-hmm. and we're having a hard time with mm-hmm. the few volunteers mm-hmm. that we have being right. able to really get into ministry. It, right now it's babysitting. Right, mm-hmm. right. We want to mm-hmm. go beyond Do that. Do more of that. Yeah, right. definitely. Mm-hmm. Steph, I love the idea that in this community and the surrounding communities, there's this push mm-hmm. to let's step outside our denominations yes. or our, you know, mm-hmm. brotherhoods, whatever mm-hmm. phrase we use, mm-hmm. and let's try to come together for that common focus, mm-hmm. for that common purpose. Mm-hmm. We're about done. One more time, banquet. Give us the info. Banquet. Thursday, the 23rd. Yep. Two weeks from today. 6 p.m. We start the program at 6.30. Yes. You will get to hear different perspectives on the ministry. Yeah. Last year, we had more pastors attend than ever. That's awesome. And and had uh, three new churches contributing that 
haven't contributed in many, many years or at all. Mm-hmm. That's great. So we're seeing that number that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Do you need a ticket? Increase. No ticket no needed. Ticket. You can just show Con- up. Contact someone on our board. Yeah. Or their, uh, the email is banquet at loveinkvermillion.com. That's great. So if you send an email there or call the number yep. for 217-442-7311 okay. and let us know. We'll be happy to make room for you. All right. Wonderful. Michael Rohall from Love, Inc., thanks for jumping in with us. And, Steph, that's all the time we have. My good news segment, Easter, is two months from today, Sunday, Woo-hoo. April 9. Are you ready? I'm, I'm getting re- there. I'm getting there. I'm all ready right. today where I think I should be. So, all yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening to Direct Line. Join us next week as Direct Line sponsors Bill Knight and Dean Crandall join us. Have a great week. See you in church on Sunday.